Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Hey there, I'm Kimberly Sampson, and welcome to The Midlife Podcast, where we discuss tools and strategies to turn your midlife crisis into your midlife transformation. Some of what you'll hear is from the recipe I use to get myself out of my own midlife funk. Some of what we'll discuss draws on my career in finance and banking and my experiences with entrepreneurship. All of it, my personal experience and my professional expertise are yours to help you design your next best chapter and thrive. We'll also have a special segment called Reinvented sprinkled in every few weeks. You'll hear from inspiring women who have changed course after 40, proving it's never too late to start something new. Join me. Welcome to episode seven of The Midlife. Today I want to talk to you about your anger. How do I know you're angry? Because you're most likely a middle-aged woman who spent a lifetime following the rules. You're a good girl who believed the advertisement that wifing and mothering and meditating and yogaing and volunteering would be satisfying. I know you're angry, maybe because you did keep working, but you chose a career that wasn't your passion but would be good for raising kids. Maybe you even passed up promotions because you saw the impact it would have on your family. Or maybe you were never even considered for them because the powers that be knew that you would always put your family first. I know you're angry because you're a woman with a brain and ambition and skills that have been suppressed and because you're a woman who's scared that there's not really a future, just life on a loop. I know you're angry because I have a mirror, because you are me and I am you. If I had to only pick one emotion that dominates my state of mind for the past seven years, it would be anger. That's not something I'm proud of. I think it may be the source of all the other icky feelings we have in midlife. I believe that if we can release that pressure valve on some of that anger, a lot of the other stuff bugging you kind of falls into place. How do I know? Because I'm speaking from experience and because I know that this experience of midlife is not that unique from person to person. So level with me. Are you angry? Maybe not at this particular moment, but in the last 24 hours, have you been just pissed off? How has that manifested itself? Do you get quiet like I do and summon dark swirling clouds and lightning? Or are you somebody who lashes out at the tiniest infraction maybe from your husband, partner, or child? Do they ever stand there looking at you dumbfounded at the misproportion of your response in relation to their actual transgression? If you weren't angry before, are you raging now? At me? Don't turn me off yet. Let's lean into that anger. I can show you where some of the day-to-day madness is coming from, and I can teach you how to diffuse it. And when you do, watch all the other crappy feelings start to melt away too. I'm going to give you a very simple shift and a tool to make that anger evaporate. Ready? You just have to make one simple choice. That's it. Are you a warrior or a martyr? A warrior surveys a battlefield and adjusts. A martyr is a victim to the circumstances of others. A warrior is powerful and in control. A warrior sets the course and leads others. A warrior gets to enjoy the spoils. But a martyr is subject to the whims of others. A martyr is weak and gets pity, not respect. When you're angry, you're being a martyr over something. I guarantee it. Let's start with a real-world example. My Sundays are fairly busy. I reserve that day to pay all our household bills and to reconcile all the financials for my husband's business. 
I also like to go for a run on Sundays, and of course, there's always loose ends for my business to tidy up for next week. Also, Sundays are my planning days and laundry, although I'm starting to rethink that. I'll get back to you on that subject, I think, in a couple of weeks. One thing I can promise you is that if you're along for this ride with me, I will always tell you when I change my mind about best practices. I'm never going to pretend to stick to something because I said it once just to preserve your opinion of me. So Sunday of Father's Day had the added time suck of going to my in-laws along with one of my husband's brothers and his family and my parents for lunch. You know those articles you've been seeing with the headline, 20 members infected at family gathering? Yeah, well, stay tuned. So by the time we got home, it was late into the afternoon, and I started to get down to business. Before I knew it, my little eight-year-old nugget showed up telling me he was hungry. Of course he was hungry. It was 6.45 in the evening. So I jump up and start making dinner, and I'm pissed. I had a ton of stuff I wanted to get done, and he had just walked down a hallway passing three other people who were capable of starting dinner. But ladies, you know this drill. Mommy does it. My husband is incredibly intuitive, and I'm certain that he felt a disturbance in the force all the way in the next room. He walked into the kitchen to ask me if I needed any help. Luckily for him, I had just finished having the following conversation with myself. Of course your child is hungry. It's late. P.S. You're hungry too. No one is saying you have to accomplish everything on your to-do list but you. You are making the choice to get all of those things done today. You can ask for help, and people will oblige. You are choosing not to ask for help because you want your husband to not have to do anything on Father's Day. You are choosing to eat at home and to prepare dinner and to do it by yourself. You are a warrior. You are simply fulfilling what you truly want. You are not a martyr doing this to meet other people's expectations. Suddenly, I was very happy to make dinner. I can do it quickly. It wasn't anything complicated. I mean, I make a mean pomodoro sauce. By the time dear husband arrived to offer help, I was able to sweetly say, no, thank you, I got it. But more importantly, I meant it. So here's the process you need to learn and implement. First, ask yourself why you're angry. Second, call yourself a liar because your first answer was probably all about what other people are doing to piss you off. Third, accept responsibility for your anger and find a way to reframe it. Fourth, acknowledge that you can ask for help. It doesn't devalue your effort if someone else contributes to the end result. You are literally being a two-year-old and effectively saying, no, I can do it myself. Fifth, decide if you're going to ask for that help or if you are content to go it alone. Six, accept responsibility for the task at hand and for the plan you have concocted to achieve your goal. Seven, repeat to yourself, I am a warrior, not a martyr. Eight, smile and conquer your task at hand. World domination and small neighboring countries will be yours. How many of you just thought, but I shouldn't have to ask? I want you to join my private Facebook group, Muddling Through the Midlife, and confess it. Please be part of the experiment. I promise you're not alone. I had that attitude for a long time, too. It's totally passive-aggressive, and it's a huge source of your anger and disappointment. It stems from the bullshit fairy tale we've been spoon-fed that your prince, knight in shining armor, beast-turned-beauty, take your pick, is supposed to carry you off into happily ever after. Have you ever noticed that all those stories really end at the beginning? But I mean, how inappropriate would the sequel be if you heard Cinderella saying, a little to the left and slow down? There's also the common problem of asking and it doesn't get done. The anger meter doesn't even have a reading that high for that situation. 
Well, let me say, in fairness to my sons and husband, it's not that it doesn't get done, it's that it doesn't get done when I want it done. Here's the solution to that. You must be specific. Like you're on a game show and your partner is blindfolded with earplugs in, but you have to tell them how to disassemble a nuclear bomb in less than 30 seconds. The request isn't, can you take out the trash? It's, can you take out the trash now because it's full and I have more things to put in there? And yes, it is going to need to be dumped later. And yes, I understand this is going to require more than one trip. And that yes, you will have to put a new bag in the can two times. Get it? Because they don't. They don't and won't ever understand that the reason you're asking them to do something usually isn't because you can't or don't want to. It's because you need it and about 15 other things done at the exact same time and you've only been able to figure out how to teleport between 14 different dimensions at once. So that's the recipe for diffusing the daily hotspots. I have a handy cheat sheet for you and I'll post the link to that on the Facebook page for The Midlife and I'll put it here in the show notes on the website. Grab it and just leave it on your desk for a few weeks. When you're mad, try working through the thought process and see if you can't get the same results. As for the big stuff brewing underneath, that's the work I help people do directly. Whether it's determining a fulfilling future or discovering and becoming the person you really want to be. You can go to my website, www.themidlife.co, to check out those programs and add your name to the interest list. I don't send spammy newsletters, just podcast updates monthly and course enrollment information and discounts to thank you for letting me into your inbox. But working on the big stuff is impossible if you don't get this day-to-day rage under control. I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't have anger. That's impossible. We have anger, so it's real. Your challenge, and ultimately your happiness and freedom, will come when you learn to acknowledge the anger and reframe the situation. Yeah, sure, hormones and stuff, but also self-control and self-awareness. Your choice, baby girl, warrior or martyr. Thank you for listening today. I have to tell you I'm having an absolute blast bringing you this podcast every week because the feedback I've been getting is incredible. I want to thank all of you that reached out, whether through a podcast review or on social media, to let me know that what I have to say is resonating with you. It's hugely rewarding to know that I may be helping you in some small way improve your life. My email is on the website www.themidlife.co or you can find The Midlife on Instagram or Facebook and I always love to hear from you. So what's on tap for you this week? I predict you're going to have a huge sense of relief ditching your martyr and becoming a warrior. I also hope you have a fun and safe 4th of July. Please join me next week for a reinvented segment. Have you ever thought about going back to school, either to finish up college or get an advanced degree but thought you were too old? Then you'll definitely want to tune in when Kelly Lynn Dropkin and I discuss her upcoming graduation with a master's in social work just shy of her 50th birthday. You are not too old and it is not too late.